back to another hybrid matter episode. Tonight we're going to keep the consistency going at a very high level because tonight I've got yet another fantastic guest. His name's Russell, and both of us will be mulling over all things hybrid from the 1970-71 and 70-72 seasons. Hold on a minute, I uh, think I can hear some studs on the concrete. I'll speak to you in a minute. To Martinelli, he's in a box, Gabriel Martinelli. It's now with Granit Xhaka, is it going to be the third goal? It is the third goal! Granit Xhaka with it! That seals it! How are you doing? All right, mate. How are you doing? You're all right. Yeah, not too bad. I'm Good afraid we're going to be warm ups. There's no five minute warm ups. We've got to kick off straight away. So, right. first can we skip off the Liverpool game before we go into anything? The Liverpool game or the Tottenham no, no, game? We've got to talk about the old times. No, I'm still puzzled. At the end, we, might, <laughs> we might go a, little, a few years forward. But anyway, at the moment, what I want to know is when did you first start supporting Arsenal and go to Highbury? And sometimes, a question we always ask ourselves when things aren't going too well, why? Uh, well, it all started um, before the, the, the first, my first home game, first team game. Um, my grandpa, uh, my grandpa used to go in the 30s, the 20s and the 30s. Wow. And then he met my grandma. Yeah, he met my grandma. And um, instead of going to football, she made him go shopping and do all them sort of things. So when I came along and I was at the right age, he thought, oh, there's an excuse. And he started dragging me along to reserve games. So one week we go to Arsenal Reserves. And this is about 65, 66, 67 seasons, you know. Uh, one week Arsenal Reserves when the Arsenal were away. And the next week Tottenham Reserves. You take the Tottenham. Um, and what we, <laughs> what we used to do, we used to go to the Arsenal Reserves, obviously cheer for Arsenal. And we used to sit. Um, in the uh, the Paxton end of, of Tottenham, uh, sorry, the shelf side at Tottenham, um, and support the other team. He used to make me jump up and down. <laughs> and there was all women and children and old men there, but there was one old man who whacked my grandpa around the around the head in the end. <laughs> like we don't want you here, right? Which was quite funny. Uh, but we kept going and. Um, Arsenal at home and we were going to Tottenham and we, we got the bus from Leighton to Clapton and when Spurs when we went to Spurs Reserves we got the 149 I think it was uh, the White Hart Lane and when we went to Arsenal it was the 123 to uh, you know to Highbury and Tottenham were playing Charlton um, their reserves were playing Charlton and he said to me why don't you bring your Arsenal scarf Charlton playing red we'd really wind those bastards up let's, let's wear your Arsenal scarf all right, so I put my Arsenal scarf on. And we got to Clapton, and we were running. The, we saw a 149. And I said, quickly, Grandpa, let's run. And we ran to get the one, and he didn't. He wasn't running. And I'm like, come on, we're going to miss the game. He wasn't running. And we let the bus go. And we got to the bus stop. I said, what's going on? And the 123 came, and he goes, get your Arsenal scarf out. And we got on the bus, and he took me to my first home game in, against Southampton for a surprise. Wow. And... Um, I was, yeah, I mean, going to the reserves games when there was a few hundred people there, you know, sitting in the East Stand. And then just, uh, it was a full house, you know, walking in there. And, um, I mean, I was always Arsenal anyway, but that was, uh, it's just unbelievable. And, and, and that was that. And that was it. And then um, the week after, a couple of weeks after that, there was an agent down in Fenchurch Street he used to go to. And we got the same seats for years in the um, Upper West. And um, he took me, yeah, he took me for years uh, growing up. And that was that. I was uh, I was in. That was it. You got the bug, as I say. You can never change religion, can you? It's hard as to change religion. Oh, you? no, no. It was always Arsenal because he, he bought me uh, Arsenal hats and stuff. You know, it was it was always Arsenal. I had pictures on the wall of Eastham and all them players. You know, Eastern, yeah. 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 I don't I mean, know these guys on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to, to, to when you went, I mean, the, the 60s, late 60s or mid or late 60s, you're probably talking about. I mean, there was, there was rosettes, bubble yeah. hats, horrible yeah. rattles. Yeah, yeah, the rattle, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you were sitting next or standing near someone with a rattle and Arsenal scored you up the duck, otherwise That's you right. might lose your team. But, yeah. I mean, we all accepted all that. It was brilliant. You did minor lose your team, I suppose, if Arsenal scored, but that's another story. But, um, no, that, that's great. I mean, um, I know that people used to go also at Spurs. A lot of people used to go Spurs and Arsenal because it was it was a dumb thing. And you had to make a decision. And thankfully, you made the right decision. Yeah, well, I would have no choice. Like I say, we used to go to Tottenham reserves and literally cheer the other team on. And when the other team, whoever it was, scored, we'd both jump up. And everyone would look at us. Yeah, like I say, it was all old men. And, and you What know, year was that, Russ? What year were you watching the Spurs reserves? Um, so the first time I should imagine I was about seven, 60, 67, 68. Yeah, 68 and then, and then 60 into 69 because we did it for three years. In fact, a couple of times he took me to West Ham as well, reserves. He just didn't think I was old enough to go to the first team games. But it was good because it obviously wasn't like it is now. And going to the reserve games gave you um, a sort of insight of what was going on away from home because – you know the old scoreboard at Highbury? That's right. So they would, in reserve games, they'd actually use that to show you what was happening in the away. So say we were playing, I don't know, I remember Blackpool once, you know, and uh, they, they'd put uh, the, the first one, Arsenal would be one, Blackpool. And you could see, and everyone knew Arsenal would score. And occasionally there'd be some people there with radios, you know, and you, you could listen in to, um, to the commentary while watching the reserves. But I've got to say, the reserves were... It wasn't like it is now. The, the reserves were all the players that were coming up. So I, I was watching, you know, all these all the, all, all these kids that were actually going to eventually, like Charlie George, for instance, he was in the reserves. And, and Sammy Nelson like might have been in your team as well, watching Sammy. I mean, they, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were all, they were all in, the, in the reserves. I mean, I think, I think Jordy Armstrong was a bit older than... Yeah, yeah he, he was. was. He was in the team yeah. at 67, Jordy. Might have been known for himself at that time. Yeah, yeah but... Yeah, no, it was good fun. You know, it was a football game. And he, he got him out of going shopping, so he was a happy man. And um, I got my sweets uh, from the corner shop. And, I, you know, jobs are good and it was great. <laughs> I used to go, when I first started going, my uncle and my father used to take me. Well, there's a couple of uncles, one in particular. And we used to get um, peanuts. We used to love the peanuts. We used to sit outside the ground. They were yeah. my little well, I used to love the peanuts. And over Christmas time or winter, there was always hot chestnuts. Remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no matter how, I never learned my lesson. Hot chestnut, you don't stick straight in your mouth. Let me call it up. No, never learned my lesson. Put it in there. I was like, ah, get me out of here. But no, fantastic time. It was was everything about Highbury. Uh, The smell of the place. uh, Yes. You know, everything. There was just something, even the day we left, you know, it didn't matter how many years... How many years I went, how many games I went to, it didn't matter. It was always the same feeling. It was always that same smell. And it, it, it just had, you know, it, it was just everything to me, hybrid. Exactly. That's what this is all about. And, all, and also, Russ, it's, it had, in big letters, class, in my opinion. Something classy everything. about it, wasn't it? Everything. Like, just everything about the place it, it really was uh, I don't know any any football fan that could go to Highbury and not support the Arsenal it would just be you know yeah. they, they would literally need to get the white coats in and, and, and take them away somewhere because <laughs> that place <laughs> no I mean the place was just as far as I'm concerned you know that place was like life and um, every time you bid I think especially as a kid you know especially as a kid going there it meant it was very, very sweet. I started taking my son. And I remember the last game he went to uh, was a Tottenham game before we, we left. And Spurs got a draw. We got a draw that day, uh, the last season at Highbury. And he's walking up the stairs and he was crying his eyes out. And I remember some bloke saying to him, do you know what? A point's not a bad... And he goes, I'm not worried about the scoreline. It's my last time here because it was his last time. He never went to the, the, the last game. Yeah. I've said this before. It's like um, it's like um, a, uh, like a you know you go to these you go to this place. It's like a place of religion, really. It's like a church or a, a mosque or a synagogue. You know that's a. But the only thing is, you don't go to that place to pray. You go there for your prayers to be answered. For your team <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the difference. But yeah. so, enough, enough throughout the years, you know, um, our prayers were answered. So that was uh, that was all good. <laughs> 
Right, when, when you started watching the Arsenal first team, more than that, the 1970 or 69, 70? Yeah, the first season, like I say, when, when we went to that game was uh, the Southampton game in 60, 69, uh, the 69 game. Um, and I was I was lucky enough, he got tickets. It was like a, a tout thing, but they didn't charge extra. It was in Fenchurch Street. So we got tickets for the uh, the final as well, the Anderlecht game, which was, you can imagine, right? Do you know what I mean? I, I was 10. Different class. You know, we were lower east. Yeah, we were lower east. And, um, you, you know, I mean, the Southampton, the first game was amazing. I'll never forget as I walked down the first time ever. The, the whole crowd and the North Bank, it, you know, the noise. I've never known anything like it because I've never been to a first team game, never been to any first team game. Um, but the, the Anderlecht game was was something else, really. You know, we got on the pitch as well, and um, he carried me onto the pitch. I mean, he was like a big kid, he was a proper goon. I mean, proper, proper, <laughs> Arsenal. proper Arsenal. I can't believe he never buried my grandma so he could, you know, get to the games. <laughs> That's how mad he was. <laughs> I always said to him, you got rid of her earlier. You know, you could have gone through the 40s and the 50s, you know. Um, <laughs> I would have loved to have spoken to your grandfather because he went in the 30s, you say. Oh, yeah, yeah. He He's was, got a uh, great, great Arsenal team. Yeah, yeah, he was um, He was there. And and the brilliant thing is that he he was quite famous down Petticoat Lane. He sold oranges down there. Right, and his oranges, oranges, oranges yeah. Oh, but yeah. people came all over to get his oranges, and all the Arsenal first team, like from the Jimmy Logie, all that lot, right? Alex James, they all used to come to his stall and buy the oranges. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he used to have all the Arsenal first team on the Sundays, like going down there buying his oranges. And um, wow, amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to take pictures. It was fantastic. He had all these. Black and white pictures and uh, brilliant, yeah. Well, he, he was famous, uh, Alex James, for wearing his shorts up below his knee. Yeah. So when he was dribbling, the theory went that no one could tell which way he was going. <laughs> was I've got a book on him. I mean, Alex James, my father, though my father never saw him, he was like, he got told about Alex James so many times. And he's sitting there going, oh, Alex James is this, Alex, oh, he was this. And he gave tell me all the stories. So I bought the books and everything. Unbelievable! The third of Herbert Chapman. Obviously, that's where that's where we really were, we were born as a successful club. Yeah. What, yeah. When, you, when you started watching us, when you started watching Arsenal, say 69, 70, 71, say for example, seventy two, who were your favourite players? Well, I, I, obviously, a lot of them. I, I had, I, I guess, because when I got out of bed one morning and came into the lounge, and my grandpa just said to me, um, we've sold uh, Ray Kennedy. He's gone to Liverpool. I was inconsolable. I was in tears. So I'm, even though I loved Geordie Armstrong, you know, so much. Geordie Armstrong and um, Charlie George, I loved them. Like, I just loved them, idolised them. But I think Ray Kennedy, I got, I'm going to have to say Ray Kennedy because I was, when Charlie George went to Derby, I was a little bit older. Um, a year or so older, it really hurt, and I couldn't understand it. But Ray Kennedy brought me. Yeah, I was. I was. I went back to bed, and I was. I was Ray Kennedy, to a degree, was the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle in the double mm. year. I mean, they all yeah. played their part. Don't get me wrong, but he was the yeah. last. He just came in as an 18, 19 year old, had a partnership with John Radford, was second to none, and he was a yeah. big, big influence in why we won. I mean, all they all were. This gentleman here, John, this John has said that he was the only one in the school. Three hundred boys that supported Arsenal. I put my glasses on. The only fact. Well, funny enough, at my school, I was um, there was in my year there was only one other Arsenal supporter, and he never said a word. He was Arsenal, but he never used to. Everyone was that? Was your school? What's that? Where was your school? Ilford, Ilford County, Ilford County. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. So and so, I was like at the talk for two people. And I was like, everyone was arguing me as you do at that age. And then when we won the um, the, the underlet game that night, the next day I walked into school with baby shams. Do you remember the old baby shams? Yeah. <laughs> and all the kids in my class had some. I mean, obviously they like alcohol, but they shouldn't have done what we did. But they went, no, you won it. And when we done the double, I've done the same thing. The following, well, the following year we're going to talk about it. I did the same thing. I brought in champagne, like little bottles of baby sham. 
and they all tried yeah. to drink it because they realised what an achievement that was. So I had to fight my own corner for Arsenal actually at school, but I think I've done all right. Now then, um, yeah, if you say Ray Kennedy, yeah, he was terrific. He was terrific. Yeah, that was, I think Ray Kennedy was the, the one, it, I think he was my favourite player. Loved everything about him. You know, I just thought he was uh, um, the, the thing that, like you say, like the final jigsaw, and especially after, you know, being lucky enough again, thanks to my grandpa, Harry got my don't know, being at White Hart Lane as well that, that Monday night. Um, oh, you went to that? Yeah, yeah. He was. He just oh, got man. tickets. Fellow went to Wembley. You know, a few days later, um, he just he just managed to get tickets from this place in Fenchurch Street. And uh, yeah, it's very more than Bertie, was it? No, I'm talking about your father. It wasn't like Bertie Me, the manager of Arsenal, might have been. That's why he got all the tickets. So say again. You're related to Bertie Me, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was. What's that? Famous tat it was one of his um Stan um the old Stan Flashman. Stan Flashman. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it was a key. People that don't know, Stan Flashman was a ticket agent, whatever you like this, yeah, ticket agent. And he yeah. gave people a service. If you couldn't get a ticket, you'd go to him. They were saying he even had tickets for the Queen's Garden Party if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He but what it was, he, he knew a lot of the players, he, he did a great service for people that wanted it. And, you know, some people would turn up on match days not knowing if they're going to get in or not. And if they yeah. had the right, if it was the right price for both parties, he'd go, yeah, I've got to get you a bank. And then you'd go, no, he didn't. Yeah, he'd but I think before he started doing that, before he was like this major sort of town... He was player, major. He was major. Yeah, I was, yeah, he was a big... But like oh. I say, when my grandpa got the tickets, I think it was his. It was like a... Because he took me there once, only once. In, uh, just um, all got, going into Fenchurch Street, the beginning of Fenchurch Street, near the station... It was this little kiosk thing, mm. and that's where he used to get in and get and get the tickets. And we just used to have uh, the same ticket. We had them for years. Um, the only time we 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 did for some reason we didn't have those tickets, and we had to stand was the derby game on the um, you know with the uh, the Wednesday afternoon. Um, we had to go in the clock end, and other than that, we got the tickets every game, the same the same seats. So. Uh, so, yeah, so I think because of White Hart Lane, that night at White Hart Lane, and seeing that ball come over, you know, and, and seeing Ray Kennedy head it in, and what it meant uh, for a young kid as well, you know, to win the title. It was my first proper, like, second proper season to win a title. Um, yeah, I think that's why I think Ray Kennedy was, was it. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, we'll we go on to that season in a minute. We'll talk about that. What favourite moments you got the high for you, apart from the Martin's favourite matches you went to? That stand out or the moments. Anything special? Oh God, so many. Highbury. Um, I mean, so many different moments. For one moment, I'll, I'll never forget was the um, uh, the Liverpool, the Liverpool uh, semi final, the League Cup semi final. Was it in the North Bank? And it was just packed in there, and the atmosphere. I remember. Um, was it 90? What year was that? It was in the 70s, wasn't it? It was absolutely, it was the same year. So it was um, 1980, must have been. It was the same year as we, the Juventus game was just after that. And I just remember that for the atmosphere. It, it was a it was a draw, but I'd never known like in the North Bank atmosphere like that. Um, and the first time I took my son as well to Highbury was very, very it's special. Cool. Same here, very good. Yeah, that, that was very a special day, and that was Sol Campbell's um, home debut as well, because uh, that was two thousand and two, uh, and I can't remember who we played. I can't remember the score, but I'm guessing we won, because uh, we always win. You know, we, we always won in that season. So, uh, so many special. I'll tell you another another amazing night was the Everton semi final when we. Um, when we got when we beat them and got through to the, the League Cup final. That when Perry Groves scored, was it was it Perry Groves? I think Perry Groves. I can't remember. It was just a, it was just an incredible uh, another a, a great memory of Highbury was um when um I can't think of his name now, uh, in the last minute against Man United in the cup game and he knocked it over the bar, he smacked it over the bar. That was another really special memory. But then you know, all the memories of the, the title winning teams and um, 
uh, Ian Wright when he when he broke the goal scoring record. You know, going oh, mental. Yeah, so many memories. Did you did you play football at school? Uh, I did a little bit, but I wasn't. I was I was in goal, and uh, you know, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, well, the question I was going to ask you: Did you play in goal? Well, obviously, the answer is going to be no now, because I know the answer. Would you favourite? Did you play in goal? Was your favourite player was a goalkeeper, or it's just because you're quite tall? Um, no, I, I, I've never really had a uh, a favourite goalkeeper. Really, you know, I've never really. Looks at goal, Arsenal goalkeepers and and really thought, oh well, you know. I mean, I, we've had some amazing keepers, and um, you know, I think I was an amazing keeper. Really, really looking back on it, I was pretty good. Uh, was I better than John Lukic? Probably not. Now I love John Lukic for many reasons because he was a star. You know, he, he was in that 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 team that George Graham got together after some. Horrible, terrible years, you know, under uh, when Terry Neal left and Don Howe. George Graham got this team together, and I, I can see exactly what it's the same sort of thing that Arteta's doing now. And, um, you know, it's very similar. And and I really love John Lukic as a goalkeeper, yeah. yeah. And I love Ramsdale, funny enough. I think he's, uh, yeah. I love the character. I love the character. Apart from Tottenham, White Hart Lane, you shouldn't keep me mentioning them, but we have done tonight. Um, any other away grounds you went to and you thought Highbury is nothing like this? They're not, you know, the Highbury is so different in a very, very good way. Did you think that? Uh, or did you think, I mean, the, the floodlights were different for a start. We had we only floodlights. Flood, I think we didn't have these floodlights in the corners and pylons. If, if, if I'm honest, I've been very, very lucky. I've been to most grounds. And I, I, this is going to sound biased. And if there's any other people on here that don't support Arsenal, they're going to think, well, oh, you're right. I, I don't think there's anywhere else like Highbury. No. I, I, that's, that's been, that's been really odd. There's some great grounds, like Upton Park. You go to Upton Park, you know, a midweek game. It's such a shame these grounds have gone, you know, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Even White Hart Lane, you know, I hate to say it, but White Hart Lane on a Derby day, you know, the old White Hart Lane, especially in the seventies, like, you know, I was at White Hart Lane funny enough when, um, they played Chelsea, and they need, and they lost. You know they needed to win. And I was with my mate Howard Barkley. He was a Tottenham fan, and Arsenal weren't playing. I went with him, and um, you know the atmosphere in that place. But that was back in the, 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 you know with the violence and everything, and it really did it really did kick off pretty, you know, terrible. Did you? But, and these grounds are iconic, but but. No, no, Highbury is uh, no, no. There's nothing like Highbury now. I agree. I mean, when, when you went to the ground, did you get a program and did you like me study it before the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah, because there was no internet. The, no. the newspapers didn't really cover your teams that well uh, in the sixties and seventies. So basically, you had to learn from the program. Yeah. And I think before the game, I was there early anyway. Get a program and like read it, read the form, yeah. see what's going on. You knew a lot of the other players anyway from the other teams because teams didn't buy and sell players like they do nowadays. No, they had a, no. You had a basis of 11, 10, 11 players that would play every season with a few additions to the squad. Yeah, yeah. So it was totally different, but it was, oh, I love the programs. In fact, I'm going to, I might put a few on in a minute to see what's going to, to explain. I, one of my favorite things about going to football was always the excitement. I, I, you know, it's mad, but you know, as a kid, the most exciting thing was the program, and then it even got better when Arsenal um, when Arsenal got a little bit more upmarket. And because if you remember in the the fifties or sixties, you know, even when I started, every program had the same front cover. It was always the same front cover. Per season, per season. Yeah, every season. Yes, exactly. Um, and then all of a sudden they changed it. The front covers changed, and every week was a different cover. And I just couldn't wait to see the cover. You know, I just like I was always excited to see what was on the on the front cover. Um, well, let's go to one, actually. Let's now we're going to talk about the 70-71 season. I think we did something that season. I think we were quite successful. But yeah. uh, let's show you one of the programs. Now yeah. this is Arsenal Leeds. This is I picked this one out because it was I think it's early September. Yeah, Leeds were favourites for the league that season. Russ. Yeah. Right. That's the season 
us and Leeds were going to the wire to win it. It was basically one on, not goal difference, goal average. Yeah. Which I'll explain to people that don't know the difference. There is a difference, I'll explain it in a minute. But that game was nil-nil. I don't know if you went to that in the evening game. Then do you remember that one at all? Nil-nil. Uh, in the double season. Yeah. The, yeah, the double season. I went, yeah, I was lucky enough to go to all well, games. For me, this is one of the greatest nil-nil games I've ever seen. We were not fancied for the league that season, though we won the first couple of years before. We were up and coming. We thought we had a chance, but we there were so many good teams. There was United, there was Spurs doing well, keep mentioning them. There was, uh, as I say, Leeds and clubs like that. And Everton that had won it the season before. All big clubs that were vying for the championship. And uh, Leeds were fantastic, but they had a player called Billy Bremner, as you know. Yeah. And I remember, and we had a young kid come into the team for about, from the season before, and I'm very well called Eddie Kelly in midfield. And I remember them both running away from me, chasing a ball towards the touchline. And I could see them both jostling each other. And all of a sudden, Bremner goes down on the deck, holding his face like he'd been elbowed. Now, I don't know if he got elbowed or not. I don't know. The crowd went wild. Eddie Kelly got sent off. And we played quite a lot of the game. I think it was the first half that happened with 10 men against the 11 of Leeds, who really, you don't want to play against 10 against 11 with any team, especially not Leeds. They were very good. And we held them. It was a thrust. You know, one side or the other. Brilliant game. And that game, we came out of there and we thought, you know what? We ain't bad. We're not a bad team. Not saying we're going to win the league. You could tell it that early in the season. And this is now this. Then you can see, I've got to put my glasses on now. Oh, I've got to put my glasses on. This is the travel information on every people can't see it, sorry, you can't see it, don't expand it. That's in the program of Leeds. That gives the supporters of Arsenal all the travel arrangements for every other club in the country. So when they go to different grounds, they know how to get there. There might be trains or, or the cars or the addresses and everything that that's fantastic really good now one of the other games we played that year a cup we had obviously a, not a bad cup run we won it and this was a magnificent game i don't know if you know this one uh, here we go, here we go. after a replay oh we yeah, yeah 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 that was a great night yeah i was great standing night. in the north bank that night i didn't have a ticket so i stood in the north bank and we were one nil down forced for one up and then um I remember Charlie George picking up the ball in our half and running towards us with the ball, running and running. And then he let that fly was shot. And all you do is see the net go. And that was it. And we went on to win that 3 2. I mean, it was a fantastic. Is that Peter Story got a penalty in that, in that game? Yes, I think he did. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 3 2. I went, I went to the away game, Portsmouth, as well. But so that was a draw. It was one on that one. That was fantastic. Um, yeah. What have we got here? Oh, this is a thing. Okay, you won't have to read them, but what Arsenal used to do in the oh, program yeah. that season, letters to the editor. People used to write yeah. up about random stuff, not necessarily about football. Things that, you know, it was, it's quite, quite, quite strange, but people like, that was their way of communicating with the fans of Arsenal, which I thought was quite nice. Bit, nice touch. So people used to do that, letters to the editor. Yeah, it's actually existed, but that's what they called it anyway. No, I don't think you did. No, <laughs> what's this one? Um, that was that top, yeah, that was the Arsenal Tottenham game of the double year. You've beaten 2 0. So, your thing's been taken off. Your, your, cup, your cup final voucher's been taken off. Yeah, that's right, because exactly right. That's where they but they used to put the cup um, final vouchers in the program, it's a big hole in your program. Then they yeah. cottoned on. It's better to do it at the edge. Yeah. So, sorry, going back to when we won the league, we won it by goal average, not goal difference. Goal difference now, if you scored 80 goals in 60, is 20, the value. Where years ago, it was your the goals you've scored over the goals you've um, conceded, and it's like a fraction. Yeah. And it was the team with the better. So it was much. We, we won it by, literally, we won it by half a goal that season worked out. Yeah. Really, really strange. But I'm not complaining. No, yeah. no, you don't. You don't you never complain. You always take everything. Oh, so this is a, 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 a marching band, Metropolitan yeah. Band. That was brilliant. 
and all the songs underneath that they sing and play. That was a bit of entertainment before. That was good. That's the Spurs cover, which I'm going to... Uh, that's, say that a, that's a strong Tottenham team, isn't it, really? Fantastic. Well, they, they came third in the league that year, didn't they? Well, I think they yeah. won the league Cup that year. Yeah. Now, that's yeah, the Arsenal cross in the programme. Arsenal crossword. Yeah. And what's underneath that? Okay. Need a bit of assistance here, Russ. I don't know what that is. I can't know. I've got a programme there. I might have a look in a minute. Did anyone do those? Co- I used to watch them, like before games. People used to bring a pen and do those crosswords. <laughs> well, um, I would have done them if I was clever enough. But I, I, I did. I was very good at the three and four letter ones, Russ. I could get all of those. Yeah. Three and four letter. Just you know, let you know, give me another one. I said, give me another one. Look at the five and six letters. I was struggling. Yeah. Right now, going back to the seventy seventy one. I'm picking out a few games here. Our average, by the way, our average attendance for that season. When we, when we won the double, was 43,000. I think the ground could have held 50,000, 60,000, because it was a lot of it was standing, wasn't it? Then? Yeah. So that's what we did. Our, our highest goal score was your mate, Ray Kennedy. He scored 26 goals, which 19 were league goals. Um, would, you, sorry to interrupt you, would you say he's the most probably underrated player in the history of football? I mean... He never got when he went to Liverpool. He won European Cups. He won everything. He won everything. Everything, and yet you never really, you know, hear about him as much as you do all the other Liverpool legends and and, and Arsenal legends. That's true. Actually, he, was, he was very very classy as well. For a, the old saying, Russ, for a big guy, he had good uh, ball control. He was a big lad, wasn't he? Because they they moved him to midfield, didn't they? they? Moved him to midfield, yeah, yeah. And he was fantastic in midfield. And to be a midfield player, you've got to be able to play a bit of football, and he could, even though he was six foot two, six foot three, and very, very you know, strong and big. Unbelievable. He was quite, he could, he had a fantastic left foot, he was very good in the air, as we know. Great passing, great great dribbler as well. He had it all. And he won, he won loads of medals for, for Just everything. And everything, he, yeah. well. he played a lot of games for England as well. Yeah. And he was their tennis man. That's what I'm saying. You know, when, it, when they talk about all these great Liverpool players in that team that won the European Cup in that time, he doesn't really get a mention as much as all the others. And he, do you he think, was. Do you think, I've never thought of that, Russ, but do you think he didn't get because he came from Arsenal? Because he Probably. came from a big club. When yeah, they used to buy players, Liverpool, like Keegan, who came from Scunthorpe and players like that, they used to go, yeah. and uh, Toshak, I think, was Cardiff, clubs that were in the lower divisions. And so when yeah. they signed them, it's like they're one of us. We've made them. We've made this player who he is. But when yeah, they so. already won the double for Arsenal and then went to Liverpool, perhaps they thought he's still got his Arsenal bubble out. I'm sure he never played like that because he was fantastic. But the yeah, or whatever might have the back of their mind, well, he's ex Arsenal. That might be, yeah. who, knows? who knows? Who knows? They did very well signing him, didn't they? Very well. Yeah, Again, a, a game I've got on another game that I loved watching. Like yesterday, I even remember where I was sitting because I didn't always sit in the same place. It was where my uncle could get me tickets. Wherever the spare ticket, he used to let me have it. We beat West Brom 6 2. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It was, it was a, it was fantastic. It was like being, it was like balls were going in the net from all angles. But one particular yeah. goal, I think it might have been the sixth goal. I haven't looked it up, should have done. Bit of research, maybe. Um, was George Graham scored a goal. He did a one-two wall pass with John Samuels. He did a few of those in his career for the Arsenal. He pushed it to Samuels. It was a free kick. Pushed it to Samuels. Moved forward. Samuels flicked it back to him. He smashed it in the net on a volley. I mean, it was just a great, great goal. And funny enough, that was the only goal when I got home. You never used to see football on the box. Only match of the day and the big yeah. match on Sunday. But that was, they had it on the one of the news, like the ITV news when I got home. Just that goal. So it was fantastic. I'm sure you can get that somewhere. And now this is this is a thing always. Uh, do you remember? I want to test you now. This is your start for 25. Yeah, go on. We played a team one week. We beat them 4 0. And the following, and then two weeks later, normally you play home and away every two weeks, not like it is now. It's all to do with the television, right? Stoke City. 
No, 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 listen, you've got to hear, oh, the, you know, the, you've got to hear the question first. <laughs> we beat a team 4 0 at home. The next week we played away. The following week we played at home again. Played obviously a different team in the league again. Beat them 4 0. And the same player played for both teams. Who was that player? He got beat by us 4 0 in two, game, two consecutive games at Highbury. So he played at Highbury against us and we beat him 4 0. And then he moved. And then he moved. Yeah. That's this season, 70 71. I remember it. I'll tell you the two teams, give you a clue. You make. Well, the only teams I can do, I know we beat Man United 4 0 at the beginning of the season because I I remember that game. I remember we beat Man United 4 0. And that was at the beginning of the season, wasn't it? That was near the start of the season. Yeah. So we beat Man United 4 0. The other team we beat 4 0. Oh my God. I, I mean, my memory wasn't Coventry. Someone's got it in the chat. Don't look at the chat. Have you got the oh, chat? No, I look at the chat. chat. Someone's, Someone's got, got it. it. Very impressed. Oh, Very that's brilliant. Impressed. I got it. I haven't seen it. I, I, Kennedy was incredible. That's all I can say. Kennedy was incredible. Well, um, have a look. Have a look. It wasn't Kennedy, right? No, no, it wasn't Kelly. We beat Man United 4-0 at the beginning. That's the one thing I can remember. And I know we lost to Stoke 5-0. Did we beat Forrest? Did we beat Forrest? Yes. Forrest was one of the teams. Really? So I remember... Who was the player? Who was the player that played for Man United and then moved to... No, it wasn't Man United. It wasn't the other one wasn't Man United. Oh, the other one wasn't Man United? No. God, that's that's a brilliant question. And he moved. So he played for Forest. Yeah. 1971. And then I tell you what, we, he played for Forest and then he went to Everton and we beat Everton, who were the champions at the time. Beat them for this. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't Mackenzie, was it? That was too early. McKen- was it Mackenzie? Can I call Mackenzie? It was too early. No, I can't think. No. A guy called Henry Newton. No. No. No, has someone got that? Yeah, someone in the chat. Someone got that? Well, do you know what? He's probably older than us. <laughs> He's probably older than me. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't remember. I was 10. I don't remember Henry Newton. And Henry Newton, Newton. He doesn't he remember me. I think he played for England a couple of times. Really? Um, Newton? Yeah, he played like full back and or midfield. So he got beat 4-0 twice. So uh, that was a, a strange one. And I'll tell you what, another fantastic game. Never played for Tottenham. Should have played for Tottenham as well. You get the shame. Yeah, we'll be there for Exactly, um, yeah. Another um, fantastic game was a, another draw, but it's for the wrong reasons. We played Southampton Boxing Day, as you used to do years ago. We drew them nil-nil. It was covered in snow, the pitch, but yeah. thick snow. And they had a goalkeeper called Eric Martin. And yeah. everything yeah. we hit it in. I think he had 12 pair of hands that day he brought out. He was just saving everything. And it was a well, it was just so exciting. I think he hit the post, hit the bar, but when he didn't hit the post or hit the bar, he was there saving it. And that was a very, very good game. And then another one. The only game we lost at home at Highbury that season, you know what it was? And the double year? It's a bit of a the double year. I think I think we lost was it one nil, if I remember. I think we lost 1-0. Was it 2-0? No, it wasn't in the league. It wasn't in the league. Russ, we, we didn't lose in the league. At home. It wasn't in the league. No. Uh, well, I know in the cup we went out to... Um, we lost the Leeds. Uh, no, we, we won the cup. So, in the double. Oh, in the league cup. In the league cup. Who did we lose to in the league cup? I don't think I went. I don't think... I went to all the league games, but I don't think on a, on a night game well, I would have gone to... It was a team that we would have fancied on our day to have beaten. Crystal Palace beat us 2 0. Do you know what? I thought that was a year before. No, no, no. Okay. Because I, I know we went out the cup the, the year before to Blackpool, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. I was in a terrible state. I remember the Blackpool game. But the Palace. No, I don't remember that. No. no. Right. Now then, let's get on to the um, 71-2 season. Okay. You've got a great memory. My God. Yeah, don't ask me. My name is completely forgotten. Um, right. Uh, now, this is one of the 
with the games we played in one two season, and it wasn't very successful for. for uh, yeah, played. yeah. That was in the uh, as a European Cup, which was the, yeah uh, the prime European competition as it was, and they were a very very good team. Yeah, we lost by one goal away. This was a return leg. I don't know if you remember that game for two reasons, I, well, three reasons. Gone. No, I, remember, I, I I wasn't there. I remember it. I had a, I had a little transistor radio uh, underneath the duvet or oh, the sheets. Transistor radio, bloody hell. Transistor. Yeah, right. This um, is in bed, and uh, yeah, horrible. It, it, horrible, horrible, horrible. I think we got beat two one. We obviously we we fancied ourselves to get one goal and go through. Although Ajax were a fantastic team at home, we fancied our chances. Yeah, they anyway, were. Anyway, the first few minutes, as I recall, as I recall, and I could be wrong, someone to tell me, I'm sure they will. Marinello went through one on one with the keeper, and we all went, Here we go. And he missed it. I don't know if the keeper saved it or he kicked it past the post or whatever. And after that, we seemed a little bit deflated because so early on, to, to not, you know, to have that opportunity, and you knew against Ajax, you ain't going to get too many opportunities. But then they went up the other end, and I think one of the guys crossed the ball nonchalantly into the box, and George Graham flipped it back to Bob Wilson through his head. The only thing there was, Bob Wilson wasn't there. It went in the net. Yeah. And that meant they got their away goal. We needed two just to draw, and they were just too good for us on the night. Yeah. But uh, never mind, as they say, never mind. We'll, we'll get that trophy soon, don't, don't you worry about that. I think so. This is the team, you can't see it, but they, that was, I love their kit, Ajax's kit. They didn't play in that kit, obviously, on the yeah. European game. But the year before, when we won the Bears Cup, they played that, because we played in yellow and blue for the semi-final for some reason. But that, that was an iconic kit with Ajax. Absolutely brilliant. And some of the players, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they were. They were amazing. What have we got here? Oh, this is the thing, uh, that was the thing about Peter Simpson, talking about him. Also, I don't like you talking about Russell, the half-time scores in the corner, the corner bit. Yeah, yeah. Every team had a letter and you, you could see um, what was going, you know, the scores were half-time. Unbelievable. Yeah, Fantastic. Everyone was looking, whacked the geese to put the numbers in and, oh, fantastic. And sometimes you couldn't get it in, do you remember? You couldn't get it in, you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this was the first game of the home first home game of the season. I think you spoke about this earlier. Played Man United. First game yeah. double double winning. You see how the um change, the program had changed the front. It's got us took the two of our goal, Ray Kennedy scoring the winner at White Hart Lane. And uh, Charlie George scoring that goal at Wembley. So for us to both uh, very iconic goals for us to win double. And that was the first game of the season. And we won three nil, like you say. We thought, here we go again. Yeah. Why not? We're going to do it again. At least the league, because the cup. At that time, the cup was quite. The FA Cup was a very important competition, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not in some respects more prestigious for some reason than than the league, because yeah. everyone in the country seemed to watch the FA Cup final. The league. It was who won the league that year. I can't remember. FA Cup. Everyone would tell you. I think I think the reason was because the cup final was the only game on live. League games weren't on. It was match That's of the right. day. You know, you saw it for five, ten minutes, and that was it. And the big match on the, you know, with Brian Moore. But the FA Cup final was the only live game. So everyone, everyone wanted their team to be there for that big, big lot. And all the, you know, it's a knockout. The whole day was the FA Cup. They made such a big yeah. thing of it. It was the last game of the season. It was just the most. Proceed, you know, it was, it was the well, most the amazing. Someone reckons we beat Chelsea first game. I thought it was Man United we beat first game. No, we beat we beat no, we beat Chelsea. I remember that because uh, my, yeah, my beat, Chelsea was the first game actually. I know we beat Chelsea both first game. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to superior knowledge. Yeah, we beat them three 0 Who is that? That's uh, that's this Tuesday, guy. The 25th of April. Oh, you got the uh, Henry Newton. Got to get him on. Got to get the guy on. <laughs> In fact, he can take over from me. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. No, we beat we beat Chelsea. Yeah. Sorry, we beat Chelsea three 0 and that's when we yeah. thought here we go again, and then we did beat United later on. But as we know, it never happened the next season, did it? We know that. But and, um, just um, going back to that season, the average attendance for the one two season. The average in that Chelsea game. Sorry. The average attendance was forty thousand that year, slightly less. And Ray Kennedy again was our top scorer. He got. Um, 19 goals, 12 of which are in the league. So everything's slightly less. Slightly, slightly less. Right, let's see what other programmes we've got here. Oh, this is the thing that I wanted to show people this. What they used to do in the programme. The manager's article. Talking about, you know, yeah. like a once, you're having your one-to-one -one with a manager. It's yeah. brilliant, and he's obviously very, very proud. He's got the, all the, uh, the uh, trophies around in Bertie Me. It's really good. It's really so different to what we, we see nowadays. You see on the television now, they don't have to write anything in the, uh, in the program. But that was, and also, I don't, I'm, my memory might be playing tricks on me, which it sometimes does, but I don't think managers really said a lot in the press. They no. didn't have a set. There wasn't a, it was basically, this was it. This was your chance. To hear the manager's voice through the printed, printed word. So that was that was terrific, absolutely terrific. Yeah. Yeah, the opening choice was the opening game. I've just seen some notes. Yeah. Um what we got here, a photo of oh yes, this is a great photo. Frank with all the um all the uh, the, the, the double trophy. Look at that. What a fantastic yeah. photograph. Absolutely fantastic. One of the cup now, do you remember we played in the FA Cup that season? We played away, we were drawn away to Derby County and we drew two all. Yeah. Charlie George got both goals. Yeah. And it was a it was a baseball ground Derby used to play at, and it was so muddy and small. Mm. But it was an unbelievable atmosphere. And we got them back to Highbury. And the thing was that we had to play them during the day because yeah. the strikes were on. It's a three-day week we had. You couldn't have electricity. Yeah. So there's no floodlights. So it was like a one o'clock kickoff. It might have been midweek, which was unheard of. But they had a crowd of 63,000. One of the barriers crashed, I remember. I remember going to the game. The atmosphere was fantastic. And you know what? It was a rubbish game. Nothing happened. It was a draw. Yeah, I remember it was a, it was a draw. Yeah, when it was it. like, oh, my God. Yeah. The, the, there is a story about me with that game. I was working, just started working as a 16-year-old in an office. And when I went up to Derby that Saturday, my uncle took me up to Derby on a train. And on the same train were a few of the directors of my company. They didn't really know me, apart from the office manager. And he looked at me going, right, Marksy boy, he used to call me. Uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. You know, three bags full, so yeah, yeah. Because he was a very intimidating guy, really. Lovely guy, but very intimidating. Anyway, we drew, and my uncle said to me, right, you're coming for the replay? I went, I can't get time off work. I can't, I can't get time off work. Well, can't you ask your boss? I went, no, 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 I can't do it. He might sack me. I was that scared, you know? So anyway, I think, I think it might have been a Tuesday game. I'm sitting at the desk, I've got my pencil, right away, looking down. All of a sudden, this big shadow comes over me. It might have been about up past 11. He goes... Marksy boy, I looked up and he was over me, he was smoking a cigarette as I used to do years ago. He goes, I think you better peel up. Is that right? I went, oh, yes, sir. I knew what he meant. And off I went to the ground. No one else knew what he meant. Isn't it about time you peed off? I went, oh, yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. So the, that phone me uncle up, right? Have you got a spare? Have you got a spare? Yeah, I'll get you in. It wasn't a great game, but it was nice to be here, as I say. Now then, talking about one of the players, as you say, all the double-year players and 71 Super Bowl, well, that era, look, they're all heroes of mine, obviously. Some more than others, but they're all heroes. And one that I don't think gets a mention, but was so integral to our success. They all were, don't get me wrong, but this guy, for what people talk about, to what he, they don't really talk about him a lot. They do stuff, but not to the extent that he should be. It's his geezer. I knew you were going to say that. You Did you? I knew you were going to say that. How good was he? But like you say, they're all good. But, they're, all, um, they're all terrific, don't get me wrong. But 
again, it's like yeah, it's the same with you know the Ray Kennedy thing at Liverpool. He, he was really underrated. Uh, Pickett story. You know, everyone thought he was just this hard man, which he was. You know, this hard, hard man that hurt people, and but he was more than that. He, he was much, he was much more. He, he did a great job. His job was get the ball off the off and give it to someone who do something yeah. with it. And he did it all so, the time. He was yeah, that, yeah. Ice cool. He had ice in his veins with a penalty against Stoke in the FA Cup that season. Oh, effectively taking yeah. that. That. To do that, like the pressure penalty against. And I remember standing there because we couldn't get seats for that game. And, um, you know, I couldn't, it, because I was obviously a kid, you couldn't really see. And, all I could, because remembering the World Cup, you know, the World Cup and, and Gordon Banks, and obviously Banks was the best goalkeeper in the world. You're looking into injury time now. It's a semi-final of the FA Cup, last kick of the game probably. And, I, and all I could think about, I didn't think he, I didn't think he'd have the nerves to beat Gordon Banks. And it was such a cool penalty, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think the guy. Cool. And, and when that went in, you just knew you were at Wembley. You, you just knew. Oh, you were that, was, that was it. They were finished. I mean, the replay. Yeah. Stoke were never going to win the replay. They were. That was it. They had their chance. And, and Stoke were decent. Like I said before, they beat us five 0 at their place earlier That's in the right. season. Five 0 they beat us, and we had a good five 0 Yeah, they were a decent side. You know, they really were a good side. Two 0 up. You know, they're two 0 up in the semi final, and. Um, uh, you, well, you, you don't have to be a kid to have that sick feeling in your stomach. No, you know, no, no. time. And, uh, I just remember my grandpa, you know, do you want something sweet? I couldn't eat or anything. And then, yeah, to to, to put away that penalty in against Golden Banks, what player? What, I'm, he was what player? Yeah, I yeah. am repeating myself for some of the people that join us, but I will repeat again for this game. I went up for the first game. I went to both, actually, but for the Hillsborough game, we were 2 0 down. And it was yeah. two one with about a couple of minutes to go. And my father said, I can't take any more of this. And he walked out. Anyway, he walked out. As you know, a minute late, we get a corner, handball, penalty, thank you very yeah. much, brilliant story. We're all going mad. We get we get out the ground, happy as, as you like, and we get to the station where my dad was on the train. And he goes, You won't believe what's happened to me. I said, What? He said, I went down the stairs, got onto the where the ground the street was, all of a sudden, a guy behind me shouting. In Arsenal, got a penalty. My thought my dad said, I put my hands up, I went, yes, and he knocked me to the floor. <laughs> I said, Did he hurt you? He said, A little bit. He said, I don't care. We got through. He said, I don't care. We got the goal. We made it to all. So that's what happened to him. But, uh, oh dear, unbelievable. Right now, this, this, this show is all about nostalgia, memories, hybrid. Mix it all up and you come up with a fantastic cake. But something I'm going to do, and I'm going to actually talk about a book that really epitomises all that I'm trying to do. This book was out a couple of years ago. I mean, it's still on, it's still on sale now. This is Hybrid Memories. I've got it here. It's a phenomenal book. It basically, it's much more than what I'm doing, but in words, it's fantastic. People's, um, everyone, it's got a list of everyone's um, favourite time of going to Arsenal. It's only a little, everyone's got about three or four lines talking about of their favourite game. There's one or two lines there. But it's got other things as well. That's the front and back cover, by the way. I'm told you can get it. I've got it anyway. £10 is a special offer up. But I suggest that anyone who enjoys anything like this show and who think, you know, keep watching, keep watching the show, but get that book. I remember it. It's really, really good. Now then, I'm, I'm going to talk about a few things that happened around 71, because I'm not going to talk about every year, 70, 71, 72. But just to show how old we are, Russ. <laughs> This is a few things that happened in 71. Right, here we go. The Walt Disney World theme park opened in Florida. Oh, hell. A oh, new dear. stock market index called the NASDAQ opened. And uh, there was an education secretary who ended free school milk for children over the age of seven. You know who that was? Margaret Thatcher. Yes, Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> God dear. Um, what other things are going on? I'll tell you what, would have, now a group you may have heard of, I think everyone's heard of them already. I mean, one of my favourites, Led Zeppelin, they released their fourth album without a name, they just called it the fourth album. Phenomenal album. I don't know if you know that one at all. 
called Stay Away. Do you know Stay Away to Heaven? Yeah, yeah, that's on yeah. that album. Yeah. Um, now then, sad news was Jim Morrison of the Doors was found dead in a bathtub in Paris that year, seventy-one. Sure. Unbelievable. Now, what about these? Oh, these films. Some of these classic films: The French Connection. Yeah. Quality. Clockwork Orange, which was banned, I think, for a time. You know what? It, it was banned, and um, we watched it about three years ago. First time I ever watched it. I, I, I didn't see it there. Well, I wouldn't have been allowed in anyway. But um, yeah, I, I, we watched it about. Can three you years. go under someone's coat, Russ? Can you go under someone's light coat and go in the cinema? None at all, chestnut. Yeah, that. Yeah, that wasn't a bad. People did do that then, didn't they? I did they did no one want me under their coat. <laughs> <laughs> this is another film. This is a, <laughs> Two, a couple of classics here. I'll just read real these off. Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. Was that 71? Yeah. Yeah, it was earlier than 71. Yeah, that was, the show was earlier, but the film came out in 71. Dirty Harry. Yeah. film. And Shaft. Also, some of the, the, the bands are around there. Bob Dylan. He was good. The Who. I remember Mungo Jerry in the summertime because I remember that was my last year at school and that was number one. For some reason, I can just recall that in my brain. Um, Rod Stewart had a hit with Maggie May. I remember that, 71. And the Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones. Michael Jackson was coming to the front then. TV programs. I don't know the first one, but I'm. Well, I'm not going to mention it. The Partridge Family, though. Remember that with David Cassidy? Yeah, David Cassidy. What yeah. people say they look like David Cassidy in the dark. No. Um, <laughs> the Odd Couple was a program, not only a film. There was a, um, a detective, a cowboy detective called McLeod. Do you remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah, with the hat. Yeah. And these are the people born in 1971. Lance Armstrong, the cyclist. He was born in 71. Maria Carey, though she probably won't admit that, but she looks good for 71. Yeah, 71. she does. Good for 50. Elon Musk is in the news recently. He was born in 71. And uh, Sasha Barakowin, he was born in 71 as well. Uh, we had, we had yeah, the Prime Minister Edward Heath, remember, because it was the miners' strike. That's why yeah. we had the three day weeks. Edward Heath had to go after that. Right, some prices here. Some prices, right? Colour television, 4 inch Ferguson, black and white, not colour, £69, which sounds cheap, but when you think about inflation, if you add in inflation, I haven't done the calculation to give you a clue, it's about 750 quid. You can get a, um, a black and white one now. If it was black and white one, probably for about 50 quid nowadays, couldn't it? Yeah. Black yeah. and white. Oh, yeah. Yeah, colour one. God, colour one all those years ago, a 25 inch. 289 quid. They, they cost no, about no. that now. So you think about inflation, it's equivalent to 3,200 in today's money. Cool. Um, I don't know how many, how many, how many leaves in a gallon. I forgot to work that one out. Anyway, a full Cortina, 968 quid, which is in inflation is 11,000. So that's not too bad. That's quite cheap. They'll be a little bit more than that cars now, aren't they? Around that, that type of car. Always was the Cortina, though. Oh, no, was it? I always wanted a full size of You know, if you want to do, um, you know, give it the old, what, mate? Because I called Tina. Yeah. That's why I probably never had one. Anyway, a pint of beer, whip bread, it has to be whip bread, 16p, which in today, that's cheap because in today's money, £1.80. So I don't know what beer is. I know Arsenal is about £48,000, but it's uh, £1.80 at the moment. There's other things. A can of Coke was five, one, well, five and a half P. It's about the same. Uh, Did you say five and a half P for a can yeah. of Coke? Yeah. Oh, no wonder. Can I, can I just say something about that? Yeah, um, we used to go, so you know, some, on Sundays, my grandpa used to take me, because my dad died when I was two, that's why he took over. Right, right, right. And, on, and on Sundays, we used to go to the West End around that time and uh, see a film, whatever. And we were in Hyde Park and I was gasping, it was a hot day, and uh, I asked him for a can of Coke. 
and I swear he went out and he was one of those guys with the you know the, the what they call them the, the, the freezers where you just take it out oh, and yeah. the guy said pence and my grandpa walked the first time my grandpa didn't get him anything I was gasping and he goes I'm not paying for so how much would 50p be in, in, now I mean that's he was disgusting I think he walked 50p 50p back in 71. Well, 50p, 50 in old money, that would be 12 and a half. 50 pence, old pence. Yeah, 71. So that's 20p, 20p, slave money. Oh, because you said a can of Coke then was five pence, but they wanted 50p in today's, in today's money, yeah, five and a half p. Oh, okay. Because he wanted, yeah, he wanted four yeah. times the price, in other words. Yeah. Right, so also, what I haven't told you. I just left Thursday. Now then, a council, to rent a, a council flat for a week was fiver. Was it? Yeah. It's parking. An average house was £5,000. Now, this is what tickets cost for Arsenal. We played Chelsea in 1971. Opening game, right? 175, isn't it? Opening game was Chelsea. Right, thank you. It cost you 30p to stand in the North Bank. Yeah. If you wanted to sit in the East Lower, £1.25? 60p. That's not bad. No, that's not. I'm sure they're about £1.25 on our ticket. We're up a tier west, and I'm sure I remember. Upper is lower. Upper is more more expensive than lower. I'm sure it said £1.25 on on them stubs. Well, upper or lower? Upper, we were upper west. This is lower though. This is lower, so it's cheaper. That's why. But uh, no, that was uh, that was fantastic. I mean, for the um, great to hear some of your stories and uh, the memories. I mean, you know, though you were young at the time, you seem to have because you said you may not remember a lot of things. But going back, you do remember. It's easier. It was easy for me to remember because I was sixteen at the time. Yeah. You know. You, you, you must have been about seven or eight or something. So uh, No, I was 10. I was, I was born in 61. It was amazing, absolutely amazing times. I mean, going back to it all, Highbury is, what well, was, well, sorry, was so, so special. It's something that, as I say, you had a feeling when you like, you said the smell of it, you could smell the cigarettes. You could smell the cigars, actually, in certain parts. Yeah, the cigars, yeah. yeah. You could smell that. It had a buzz to it. And you've got to remember that when I used to go in, I started going properly 64-5, say. 62 was my first game, but 64-5 was probably when I used to go every home game, a bit taken. And um, we weren't very good. We had a good attack. We kept letting in goals at the other end. And we weren't successful, but the place still had something about it. Commissioners that used to stay in there, they were fantastic. It had, it was, it was, they used to call it the mecca of football. Library, and you, you understand why now. So there we go. Yeah, well, we used to sit in, uh, you know, around the back of Gillespie, um, around the back of uh, Highbury Hill. You know, the yeah. entrance there, all the houses, and you go through, and then you can see you know, the whole stand there. You know, that beautiful stand, but hidden by the houses, yeah. and then you walk yeah. through. Yeah. You know that thing, and and walking up those stairs, and it's just. Uh, yeah, no, there's, there's, yeah, like I said before, we've covered it. There's, there's, there was, there was, there wasn't a football ground that I went to in the world that was like no. Highbury. You can call us biased, but just because we're biased doesn't mean we're not telling the truth. Right? Oh yeah, no, no, of course we're biased. Of course we're biased, and you know, but but the fact is, like you say, with the commissioner and the the marble halls, um, and and the art deck, you know, that art deck outside and in, oh, you know. Just the clock. Um, oh, I mean, the North Bank roof was even special. The floodlights were different to anywhere else. So different. So different. Um, uh, it, it, the band as well. I mean, there's no one else that had the band in the corner. Yeah, the band, yeah, the band used to go around the pitch, and Alex Morgan, you know, tossing the thing up, and all the North Bank, you know, praying that he'd drop it, which he did one day. Um, whether he did it on purpose, I don't know, but he did. Uh, it, it was just, even 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 the thing where um, you know with the hooligans, they used to put the hooligans in the little cage back back there that no other club did. You know, and then it, everything about the place was different. 
you know it was different to any other um any other ground anywhere and it will never be replaced in any part of football in any place of the world um and it's we're 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 very very lucky you know to have experienced all those years going to that amazing place. and it gives me i'm 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 breaking up here because it we were very 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 lucky and i feel I feel for the young, you know, the younger generation now that have got the Emirates and have never experienced Highbury because um, there will never be a place like it in football. I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I feel privileged to have gone there. Lucky, privileged. It was just, it was, you know, it was a fantastic place. And the memories and the feel, the whole thing was so good. And that's why I wanted to put this on, just to get out there, get it out of my pores, if you like, because it's so, so, so. Such an important, you've got to listen. We are biased, as we've said, obviously, all football fans are biased. But I believe that our club has got the greatest history going. Oh, yes. That's the history. We, you know, there's so many books written about us, and not only by Arsenal supporters, funnily enough, as I found out the other day, um, that not just Arsenal is write books about the Arsenal and Highbury. It's, It's just the whole thing, the way it the, the way it's all the way football's gone. I mean, we Herbert Chapman, what he wanted to do with the numbers on the back, he wanted a 45 minute clock, he changed the name from Gillespie Road to Arsenal. All these things, he moved football forward. I think we're the first club to have a televised league game or something, it might have been. I think actually yeah. United it was. Yeah. All yeah. these things were first, 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 first. So, um, you know, it's we're, and that's why I wanted to do this. I wanted to do it. I, I really yeah, no, you it. It's, it's brilliant. And and the thing, I said this today to somebody, you know, that I said I was doing this, oh, about Highbury the Library. And I said, the only reason that place was called Highbury the Library is because library rhymes with Highbury. Yes. Because yes. Yes. the atmosphere in that place, 70% of the season was, was electric. You know, it really was with the clock end and the North Bank. It was it was a great atmosphere, but of course it rhymed with library, so it got that it got that name. But yeah. it, it wasn't a library. It wasn't a library. It, it was a it was a great atmosphere. Always was. Um, the in the seventies and everything before they they roofed the clock end. Obviously the atmosphere didn't come through them because there wasn't a roof. Um, no, that's right. So yeah, yeah, Highbury is aching to the Lord. Yeah, exactly. It is a Lord's ground yeah, cricket. Good call, yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, right, Russ. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. pleasure came on. Fantastic. I just had to sit back and listen to your talk. It was brilliant. We could go on for a lot more, but I think. Um, well, I mean, I'd like to go on, but I'm not going to because it, I just would not stop. I would not stop. It's been brilliant. Thanks. I again. love you, mate. There's not many people that just say they want to sit back and listen to me. I'm telling you. So I love you, mate. <laughs> Well, thanks for everything. Thanks for giving your time up, and we will speak soon. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Give us a like, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. All the best. Thanks, Russ. Speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Melvin. Bye-bye.